Welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. On this episode of OT Talk with Mr. T, I'd like to discuss the domains of OT, where OT can be found throughout life. Previously, we've discussed different settings that OT can be found, but I wanted to focus on OT's role and the domains of OT itself. In one of the documents about OT, which is basically the, the occupational therapy practice manual from AOTA, which is the American Occupational Therapy Association, there is a document which describes OT's role throughout life. And there's occupations, which is basically what a person does throughout their life. And then there's the client factors, things that helps a person throughout their life. There's performance skills, performance patterns, and the context and environment. So this time, I'd like to talk about occupations, which is within the name of occupational therapy itself. Occupations are like different types of activities in life in which a person takes a part in, and it could be a few different categories. So this is the ADLs, the IADLs, the play, sleep, rest, education, work, and leisure. These are the different occupations and that occupy a person's life and a, a person's day that were described by AOTA, and I wanted to bring it to you, the listener, and explain it to you. So ADLs and IADLs are activities of daily living and instrumental activities of daily living. And I just want to explain the different sections, and then we'll go through them in future podcasts, God willing. So this time, let's talk about ADLs. Activities of daily living are the activities that are taking, are in terms of taking care of one's own body. And they, they could be basic and they could be personal. And they're fundamental to living in the world, in the social world, and they enable survival and well-being, as Christensen and Hamaker in 2001 explain, as according to the AOTA document. So things that come under ADLs would be like bathing and showering, toileting and hygiene, dressing, swallowing and eating, feeding, functional mobility, which is like going from one position or place to another, such as like in-bed mobility or, or wheelchair mobility, and transfers, like going from a bed to the chair or the chair to the bed, and also transportation of objects. And then there's personal device care. And then there's personal hygiene and grooming. And then there's adult activity, which doesn't have to be discussed at all, especially since I deal with uh, children. So these are different things that can be done throughout the day and can be worked on with children, especially in the District 75 setting or the special needs setting. Things like hygiene and dressing and feeding are big things that I've been working on with kids for the past few years. You know, they, they might not always want to and they might not always like to brush their teeth, but that's something that I can work on with the kid, especially with the sequencing of the steps, putting the, the toothbrush under the faucet, wetting it, and then putting the toothbrush through the toothpaste and putting the toothpaste on the toothbrush and then putting the toothbrush to the mouth and brushing the teeth with the toothbrush in the mouth on the teeth and then washing off the toothpaste and putting away the toothbrush on the toothpaste. That is a lot of steps involved. There's also dressing, and dressing involves many components, including buttoning and zippers and buckles, things we've discussed in the past. And then feeding is a, is a big one as well, because a lot of the things within the city system and within eating itself can be very difficult for kids. Opening containers, opening packages, opening these chocolate milk cartons and these American milk cartons can be very difficult for kids, and we try to help them and guide them along to do that. Dressing also can include 
putting on and taking off a coat, which could be very hard. And in the morning, we try to help the kids in, in one of my schools put their jackets into their knapsack. And these tiny knapsacks have to accept these huge jackets, and it's very difficult sometimes to put the jackets in the knapsack, and I have to help them with that. And this all, come, all comes under the ADL category. When it comes to hygiene and grooming, when I worked in a high school, we also worked on deodorant and um, and sprays. Sometimes we would use a roll-on, and I would help a guy do that. I would help a, a, a male student to be able to put on the deodorant himself, as well as the, the spray deodorant could be used to help. And once a kid learns how to do this, then he could do it for himself throughout his life. And whatever we could do to help a kid and to help a student and to help the individual be as independent as possible throughout their whole day is really the goal of what we try to do in occupational therapy. We want the person to be as functional, as independent as possible, and we try to help in all these categories that were mentioned. If you look at something called IADLs, which we'll look at also just for a minute, this is talking about care of others, care of pets and child rearing and communication management, especially with using telephones and texting and using computers and typing and digital assistance, such as if anybody has a PDA anymore. And also driving a community mobility, that would be for like a high schooler taking the subway with them, helping them learn how to use transportation systems and financial man management, learning how to budget and, and use a calculator, and health management and maintenance, routines for health and wellness, like physical fitness and nutrition, home establishment and management, that would be different things like taking care of the home, learning how to broom and, and use the laundry, that would be very helpful to teach them. And meal preparation and cleanup is a big one, especially cook shop within the city system is fantastic. Learning how to make meals and clean up after meals and use a knife, obviously a plastic one. And then there's also religious and spiritual activities and expressions, safety and emergency maintenance and shopping. Again, a lot of this information is coming from the Occupational Therapy Classification Codes for Continuing Education Activities, which is from the AOTA, a membership which I'm a part of, the American Occupational Therapy Association. So these are just some of the things that we can help that is our domain to help the individual to be as independent as possible and to be as functional as possible throughout the day. And if they have difficulties with this and if they have trouble with doing some of these things, that's where the occupational therapist tries to come in and tries to help a person to live life to its fullest, which is actually, actually our slogan, helping the individual become the fullest extent possible to be functional and independent and a contributing member of society no matter the disability, no matter the difficulty, but that they could actually be a part of the society and help as much as possible for themselves and for the society around them and for them to learn how to do as much as they can by themselves. So as we move forward in this OT talk with Mr. T, we will continue to look at the different domains of OT and we'll touch on other subjects scheduling in the future. Thanks for joining and have a great day.